This episode is a mic swap. It's a concept I came up with back in 2017 at the very start of Shareable. I thought, what if I shared the mic and let my guests become the host and I became the guest of my own show? This simple swap has allowed my guest hosts to take the conversation in unique and unexpected directions, producing some amazing one-of-a-kind conversations that I never could have planned. The concept is so good, in fact, that plenty of my podcaster friends have taken the idea for themselves. So, I hope you enjoy this episode of Mike Swap. Jeff Gibbard, it is so such a pleasure to have you here on the podcast. Uh, thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. It has been uh, my dream since I was a kid, really, uh, since before Shareable even existed, to be a guest on Shareable. Why did why did you create this podcast? Uh, why did I create this podcast? Um, at first, I mean, like the the like the like the straightforward answer is boring. If I'm going to like go deeper than that, I would say I like talking to people. I like I like people, and I think people are interesting, and I learn from people. And I think podcasting is like a hack that I don't know why more people don't do it because you get to just talk to brilliant people and they agree to come on your show like for free, like to just talk to you and be brilliant. It's amazing. Um, and I wanted to explore topics with other people that were really smart. I like being around smart people. So after, after the, after the podcast is shut down and people talk about it, what do you, what do you hope that they had taken from it? If I had to pick one thing, above all else, is I hope that it inspires more people to be curious. If, if, if there's one thing, it would be that. Because I've said many times on my show that it's run on curiosity. I bring people on. I, I know a little bit about a lot of them before they come on. Some people I know really well. Some people I'm meeting for the first time. Some people, you know, somewhere in between. But I'm just fascinated by the human experience and how different we all are and how two people from vastly different timelines can have things in common, how we learn so much from each other because some people are exposed to things we could never see or experience or understand until we hear it through their lens. So I guess I hope that my genuine curiosity comes through enough in the show that people take a little bit of it for themselves. They take hmm. a little bit of it into the, into into their day, into their week, into their month, into their life. And they become a little more curious because I think that curiosity is a bit of a little bit of a domino effect in things where the more curious they are about other people, the more understanding they are, the more understanding they are, the more they practice empathy, the more they're going to be kind to other people, the more kindness there is. Like, it's just, it's all going to snowball. And I don't think, I'm not, I'm not naive enough to think that a podcast can change the world, but I also am a believer that if you change one person, you change the world. If you help one person, you help everyone, right? So there's a little bit of both sides of it um, where I think that what I'm doing is really unimportant. I'm just sitting here having good conversations with people and who really cares. And on the other side, I think maybe it could actually really change the trajectory of someone's life. Um, and I, I want to hold both of those as being equally true. Mm, your, your heart is all over this thing. Let's, let's switch gears. Uh, I've been doing research on you. Uh, I, I started going down the, the rabbit hole of being superhuman. Mm. And I was fascinated by that. I love the way that you, know, you started to make it accessible for everyone to figure out what their superpowers are. Can you give us a little snapshot of the process of, of figuring out your, your, super, your, your super skills and how to, how to hone them and start to focus on them? Yeah, absolutely. 
a wise person that I spoke to recently once said that they want to let everyone know that they're okay. And that resonates with me because I think I want everyone to know that they're special and gifted and unique and worthy and good and valuable. And I think superpowers are an accessible way to think about that, partly because everybody's good at something that somebody else isn't as good at. And that became clear to me when things that were really easy for me, things that I do naturally, as naturally as breathing and walking, were remarkable to other people, felt like no effort at all. And I thought, well, if that's true for me, it's probably true for others, that there's things that they can do remarkably well that they think nothing of that are actually legitimate superpowers to someone else. And I think if we can all recognize these unique abilities that we have, that's a starting point. But the second phase of it, as I see it, there, so there's a progression here. There's recognizing, I think we all start out thinking we're mild-mannered, right? Like we're these average, nothing special, right? And the first step is recognize you have a superpower. That's like the first taste of it. You're like, oh, wow, I'm good at a thing. A lot of us have this as gifted kids or something like that, right? So that is the first thing. But then you realize, maybe I have a few of these. And then you realize, well, maybe there's a process to getting more and more and more of these, and that's becoming superhuman. Becoming superhuman to me is a process that I think is extremely tangible. When I broke down anything that I learned to be extra good at that now comes to me fairly naturally, they all followed a similar process. And I think there's sort of um, kind of two tiers to it. So the, the early parts are learning, thinking, and communicating. I think those are the early parts of it. To do anything well, you have to first at least know something about it. So you have to learn it. And I think through the process of thinking about it and communicating with others about it, engaging in dialogue and conversation, um, teaching other people about it, all of those sorts of things, the, the, the intersection between learning, thinking, and communicating, I think is what allows us to develop understanding and mastery over things as we do that over time. So that's the starting point. And then I think that the, the next two pieces are the critical part because that's where you really put them into action, either for yourself or others, and that's leading and action. So it's great to know things, but until you do things, it's only information rattling around in your head. And becoming superhuman requires you to not just know things, but to be able to actually do something with that information. And in some cases, that's leading other people with that information, helping to make something happen, an objective, um, or doing it yourself, You know, taking in that knowledge and putting it into action, being able to formulate plans and to actually get things across the finish line. So those are the five components. Then there's an additional thing that happens after that, which is becoming a superhero. So you could have all these skills that I just developed. You develop while becoming superhuman, right? You can do all of these incredible things. But if you're just a complete asshole or you don't care about people or you don't care who you harm, you could use all of those same powers for good. You had a, a background in sales, right? The same mm -hmm. skills that you could learn to sell something someone they need, you can use to sell people things they don't need. And one of those is honorable and the other is manipulation. And I think the same thing is true with almost any skill we can learn. Any ability could be used for good or evil. And becoming a superhero is, I think, the stage of going not just from having a random ass superpower or several or going to the point where you can learn and, and gather new abilities, but to make a commitment to utilize your powers in service of good. That's what becoming a superhero is. It's the whole with great power, there must also come great responsibility, right? Like using your powers for good is where you transcend just having abilities and instead become someone who uses those abilities in service of others.
Well, where can people find out more about that? So I'm working on a coaching program, a coaching certification program called the Superhero Institute. I've been working on it for like two and a half years now, but I also have like 30 projects because I have ADHD and I have a lot of interests. <laughs> but I've been building out how to, um, I'm mapping out the curriculum for like the whole superhuman process. And then the superhero process is really just about how people then apply that to a project and how they use it in service to make the world better. So uh, superheroinstitute.org is up and running and live. Uh, there's nothing really happening right now. I am doing a thing where I'm talking to a lot of coaches to learn more about what they felt was missing from a lot of coaching curriculums that are out there. I'm not trying to compete with like, you know, the business coaching curriculums. I'm looking to be more of something that appends and attaches to other coaching programs that you would have that are sort of an underlying value structure or foundation for personal and professional growth that then pairs with kind of hard skills. What would you be doing for a living if uh, you couldn't uh, podcast and create products? Huh. I'm not exactly sure how to answer if that. you had because, to get a job. Oh, if I had to get a job? Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, I like that idea. Um, I'll tell you the, 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 like, the joke answer which is like real, but it's a joke, is I would move to Denmark and sell ice cream. Like, I think if I couldn't work for myself, I would just want the most carefree, relaxed, no hassle, no frills job that didn't feel like a responsibility, just felt like a thing I did. I'd probably do that. Um, I have- I, Mine I have, is barista. Yeah? I say that all totally, the time. I'm like, totally. I should just quit and be a barista. Like, I would love to make coffee art. Like, latte art, just do that. I also have, like, so I have an entire notebook full of business ideas that I'm not going to do, but that I like to develop. Um, I have an idea for um, a restaurant called Mockingbird that all they all we would sell would be fried chicken and several other different types of variations of chicken and mocktails. So it would be all non-alcoholic drinks and chicken. And then I was thinking I would also probably have a speakeasy in the back. So like, that's another idea that I have. I have an idea for a women's only gym. I have software products, but these are all, again, me working for myself. If I had to get a job, I, I really just think I'd have to pick something that I could sustain, which means I'd have to be able to completely mentally check out um, because I, I, I can't really make it longer than six months without like literally hating everything and everyone. Amazing. I'd have to be paid such a gargantuan sum of money to leave this life. Like stupid, unreal, absurd money. And even then, I, I'd say I'd probably would only last a year, year and a half, maybe. I'd just stash that cash and then just dip out, retire. So Jeff, people want more, more of you. Where can they find you? Uh, I'm easy to find. Um, I have a website that I uh, put together that I, I put together for this very specific purpose of, because I have like a hundred different websites of different things. So I, I have a main menu now that just links to everything I do based on categories. It's just jgibbard.com. J, my first letter of my first name, and then gibbard, G-I-B-B-A-R-D.com. That links to everything I do, my content, my projects, my side projects, connect with me, the whole thing. It, it is it is like a mega link tree. It, it's, yeah, it's it is. Breathtaking it's nested to link trees, right? Well, thank you for being on the podcast. I really appreciate your time. To everybody else, thank you for listening to Shareable. So tell me, what was most valuable or useful for you in this episode? Send me a message or hit me up on social media. I'm easy to find, but there's links in the show notes just to make it easy. Seriously, I'd love to hear from you. If you enjoyed this episode, there's a couple things you could do, starting with subscribing to the show. And after that, head on over to Apple Podcasts and rate the show five stars and leave a review. 
consider sharing this episode with someone you think would enjoy it. Or just buy me a latte or an old-fashioned by hitting up that tip jar. If you're looking for a good book to read, may I suggest The Lovable Leader, which covers how to build great teams with trust, respect, and kindness. It's built exclusively for brand new managers, and it's a handbook that will serve you well in your journey of leadership. Just search for Lovable Leader wherever books are sold online. And finally, if you're interested in working with me or checking out any of my other projects, go to jgibbard.com. That link, as well as every other link mentioned, will be found in the show notes. Stay safe, be kind, and seriously, share this episode with someone. I'll see you on the next episode of Shareable. Thanks for listening. This podcast is part of the Shareable Podcast Network. Learn more at shareable.fm.